turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You can always get the podcast at Salem Podcast Network or wherever you listen to your podcast. Brandon Tatum is a seven-year veteran of the Tucson Police Department. He's a YouTube sensation with over two million subscribers. He started Blexit with Candace Owens, and now he's tackling his biggest assignment yet. This is The Officer Tatum Show. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Officer Tatum Show. I want to introduce my friend. He got you covered. Don't even worry. Call Jackson. All right, welcome to The Officer Tatum Show. Thank you, Officer Tatum. Again, I am the guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. Lou's got my back right here in the studio in Orlando, AM 950, The Answer, 94.9 FM. Uh, we've got Forgotten Man somewhere out there in the ether. Sean McConnell is in my ear. And who's on the phones tonight, Sean McConnell? Zach is on the phones today. So you can call in at 844-900-7243. 844-900-7243. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, obviously, a lot of people are still interested in the Trump DeSantis thing, if you will. Uh, we will get into that in the second hour. I'm going to try to make sure I get through uh, many of my issues today. I, I I got stuck for a little bit yesterday, and it was a little frustrating. There's so much that I want to talk about, and just uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes things will hit you where you're like, ah, I just need to speak on this. But anyway, we'll get into the Trump DeSantis issue, but also we'll get into the Biden issue uh, because I, I, I take this thing a little differently. I've been thinking about this. I read through a column that uh, Miranda Devine of the New York Post wrote. I thought it was a fascinating column. I'll get into that in the second hour. Uh, let, let me ask you this. What if the uh, what if Alvin Braggs and the whole uh, the, the, the whole indictment or possible indictment of Trump, which I, I don't necessarily foresee happening at this point. It seems as though the left is starting to back down. You've got Elon Musk saying, hey, this is absolute nonsense. Uh, you're going to you're got basically going to hand uh, Trump a landslide victory. You had Mike Tyson defending Donald Trump uh, yesterday uh, saying basically the same thing. Uh, so uh, this stuff, I, I think there's a little more going on. I think this is an effort to actually uh, to actually just cut the Biden crime family out of the news. The news was getting really hot for the Biden crime family. We'll talk about that in the second hour. You got the Ron DeSantis thing going on, the Ron DeSantis, I'm sorry, Trump thing going on. Uh, and I think what the left wants to do is actually cancel out both Ron DeSantis and Trump. Um, and they want us, those of us on the right, to turn our barrels against each other rather than on them. And so far, it's working pretty well. Uh, so uh, we will talk about that in the second hour. But I do want to talk about this. I feel like I have a moral obligation as a tall, dark and handsome black man uh, to call out fake racism as I see it and to bring attention to some of these stories. I know Officer Tatum does it and he does it brilliantly. Uh, but on occasion, 
when I'm in or I see a headline, I'm like, man, I just have to touch on this. Yesterday, obviously, I uh, had to, to the forgotten man. We found out that coffee was racist. I'll get into that a little later uh, as well. That is the new thing. And, and, and I told you, this is why this word woke that encompasses everything the left wants to do, the cultural Marxism, the economic uh, Marxism, all the D-E-I-C-R-T, everything that they want to do to undermine our founding principles in the United States and impose their left wing values on us is considered woke. They absolutely hate us using the word woke, which is why I love using it, uh, because it embodies everything much like the word racist used to do for the left. Now we can use the word woke as a cudgel against them. They absolutely hate it. But here's a story. This is from The Blaze, and the title is School Suspense Black Students for Anti-Black Racism. This is the third time we've had perpetrators of a racially motivated incident identified as African-Americans. And by the way, make sure you stay tuned. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to have a true American hero on, Chad Robichaud. He's going to be on. Actually, he's a founder of the Mighty Oaks Foundation. We're also going to get into some foreign policy. I want to pick his brain on that. I mean, the guy is a national hero, former uh, uh, a former force uh, recon marine DOD contractor with eight deployments to Afghanistan uh, as part of a joint uh, special operations command. He does all types of stuff. He's a man of faith. So I look forward to speaking to him at the bottom of the hour. So you guys stay tuned for that. But getting back to the story from the blaze, his, there's how the story goes. Oh, oh, I almost forget. You guys heard about the story. You guys heard about the story with Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton when they were out at New York watching a theater show. Did you guys hear the story was so fitting? Somebody literally as they were out. I'm sorry. My brain works like this sometimes. Literally, they were out watching a, a, a theatrical show in New York and somebody laid a turd right in the aisle that they were sitting in. Uh, But they braved it, of course. You know, it's so fitting for the Clintons. Uh, They braved it. They endured. Uh, It was cleaned up uh, during the intermission. Uh, The Clintons came back to finish off watching the show. But I just thought that was so fitting. Uh, They blame it on an elderly man. Um, No telling if it was accidental or if he was trying to send a message to Hillary Clinton. And, of course, Hillary Clinton is so dirty. I'm not sure that she even smelled it. But moving on. Going back to this story, as reported by the Sacramento Bee, a school that is in Sacramento, California, suspended two black students after fake money containing racist imagery against black people circulated throughout the campus last week. The summary goes on to say Sacramento City Unified School District officials told KOVR-TV the fake money handed out Tuesday at Kit Carson International Academy was for buying Fried chicken, alcohol, contain the N-word, as well as a derogatory image of an African-American. Now, one of the reasons why this is not racist, in my opinion, besides the fact that it was black people having a little fun, where was the watermelon? There was no watermelon printed on the money. This is how I know we are over racism. Kids don't even know how we were... Actually, uh, kids don't even know old school racism. Whenever you talk about fried chicken, you got to include watermelon. Uh, It makes no sense to me. But nonetheless, this is what the kids did. Kids are. Listen, this is this is so this is so evident that I, I don't believe racism exists in blacks hearts. Young black kids. 
This stuff is instilled within them. I I, I think the the epitome of getting over racism is when you can joke about racism, is when you can joke about stereotypes. I want to share a story with you guys. And some of you be, will be offended, but it's okay. I don't mind. Uh, I, years ago, I have a I have a buddy of mine that that's basically uh, my brother. He's a Mexican guy. Mark Ortiz is his name. This is when I was living in California. We used to ball together. Used to have a good time together, and we would always crack on each other. Uh, we would make racial jokes. You know, a lot of stuff that we would say back then. Uh, people would straight up. I mean, Big Perm, Al Sharpton, uh, all of these social justice warriors would get so upset. If they heard some of these jokes, but we had such a good time sharing some of these jokes. And I can't remember. We we went to another friend's house. We were getting ready to go to travel to a basketball tournament over the weekend. So we stayed the night at another friend's house. We're all going to drive together uh, to this basketball uh, tournament. And I can't remember what joke he said me conveniently, by the way. But I cannot remember what joke he said to me when I got out of the car. Uh, But needless to say, it wasn't that good because I don't remember it. But what I do remember is when he uh, tried, to, <laughs> when we were leaving to the event, and this was very early in the morning because we had a good distance to drive. I believe, if I recall correctly, we were driving to uh, the San Diego area. And so we had a good distance to drive to get to uh, to get to this particular tournament. And my friend was at the door, or what, my brother, if you will, from another mother, was at the door, and he could not get out of the door for the life of him. I was sitting there. I was looking at the latch. I was just looking at him, and I was just laughing. And I was looking at this latch, and I saw this latch that he needed to flip up, and he just he just kept, you know, he just kept messing with it. Now, uh, now mind you, he's Mexican, all right? Um, and I'm black. I'm sitting there looking. The dude that we're traveling with happens to be a white dude. And and uh, so I'm just sitting there looking at him. I'm just laughing. The other dude is looking at him like, come on, man. Come on, man. And I said, Mark, you know what the problem is, right? And he was like, he looked at me like, what the heck are you talking about? I said, the problem is Mexicans are used to breaking in homes. They don't know how to get. A, and honestly, everybody just laughed, including him. Now, you say that today. Fools go absolutely nuts. I don't care. I don't care. The ability to be able to joke, to make, to 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 laugh at yourself, uh, to laugh at yourselves, and to to make fun of these stereotypical things, is a great way to get past racism. And I actually believe the kids were doing just that. But it's the it's the adults that have the problem. So the story the story goes on. The B said that the principal, a woman by the name of Lutetia Stockdale, wrote in a now deleted Facebook story post that she was so P.O.'d. All right. Uh, and, and, and I'm just using the acronym uh, to answer your question. Two black students, she said, made these and were passing it around. Close quote. Here's a quote from Mark Harris. Mark Harris is a Sacramento attorney. And he's also listen to this, folks, a district's and the district's DEI inclusion monitor, whatever the heck that is. And he says, I've been, well, I'll tell you what, I'll finish the story on the other side of the break. This is Carl Jackson sitting in for the Officer Tatum. The number to call in, 844-900-7243. We'll be right back. 
Today, I want to direct your attention to a situation that is happening in countries throughout our hemisphere. Because of interrupted planting cycles, rising food prices, and the lingering impact of COVID, the list of families unable to feed their children grows longer by the day. Today, I'm partnering with Food for the Poor to provide urgently needed food to a list of families in crisis. Food for the Poor works with the poorest of the poor in the communities in the Caribbean and Latin America. Today, a mother is praying for just a single meal to silence her children's sharp hunger pains. Because food is distributed by pastors and ministers on the ground, your generous gift is literally an answer to prayers. Because of a meal-for-meal match, every gift of $144 releases a year's worth of food for a family of four. Your gift means hungry children receive two meals a day for the next 365 days. Knowing your gift will never have more eternal impact, will you rescue one family, three families, or even 10 families. Go to theofficertatum.com and click on the red send food banner. Text the keyword Tatum to 91999 and you will get a link to make your life-saving gift. Or to give your gift by phone, call my toll-free number at 855-918-4673. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. You can find me on social media, The Carl Jackson Show. Subscribe to my podcast wherever you go to get your podcast or check us out or subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Carl Jackson Show. We're on Rumble as well. I want to talk to you about food for the poor. So we've got deteriorating economic conditions combined with food shortages and supply chain delays have led to skyrocketing food prices throughout Central America and countries like Guatemala. Guatemala and uh, and Honduras, parents earning the equivalent of just a few dollars a day simply cannot afford enough food. So millions are suffering severe malnourishment with a large percentage of them being small children. That's why I'm appealing to you in these final few days of our campaign on behalf of our friends at Food for the Poor. Just listen to conditions on the ground in Honduras and try to picture your own children in this heartbreaking condition. People have stopped eating. They can only eat one meal a day. It's not healthy. Cases of child malnutrition in the country have increased along with hunger. Hunger here first affects marginalized populations and more and more mothers like JC. She's struggling to feed her four children. But you can make a small donation today that will literally save lives in these remote villages. Just $72 provides two meals each day for two children for an entire year. Or $144 gives the same blessing to four hungry kids for an entire year. Now, here's how to help. You can either go to theofficertatum.com, click on the red Give Food, Give Hope banner uh, to make a donation to help speed emergency relief to the poorest of the poor, or just text the keyword Tatum to 91999, and you'll immediately get a link uh, to uh, to his specific donation page so that you can make your gift, or if you prefer to phone in your tax-deductible gift, just call his special toll-free number, and that is 855-918-4673. Again, 855-918-4673. Please open up your heart, open up your wallet to help the dangerously malnourished children and families 
who want to stay in their home countries if they can get enough food to survive. Your gift in any amount will speed critically needed food and safe water to children who need it most. Please help today by going to theofficertatum.com and clicking on the Give Food, Give Hope banner. Or, again, just text the keyword Tatum to 91999 and you'll immediately get that link to his specific donation page so that you can make your gift. And thank you again for making it possible to help so many hungry kids who will be blessed by your generosity. All right, so again... I was talking about racism, and and racism is not a huge problem in America. Carl, why are you talking about this stuff? Because it's so important for us to deal with all of this woke crap that is going on uh, in the United States and how the left is trying to usher in a lot of their, their Marxist ideas through using critical race theory, by using trans people, by using gay people, by using diversity, equity, and inclusion. By using S.E.L., if you teach children like these children at this particular school that they are oppressed and that there are oppressors and and and, and that they should be so hyper focused on race, what do you expect them to become? They're going to start behaving like victims. And that's exactly what I hate to see. So when I see headlines like this, they do grab my attention. So, again, here's a quote from Mark Harris. He's the Sacramento attorney and he's the district DEI inclusion monitor only in California. Only in California. Well, I take that back. Maybe in New York as well. All right. But it says here, and, and I'm quoting from him, I've been on an emotional roller coaster today. This is the third time we've had perpetrators of a racially motivated <laughs> incident identified as African Americans. Question, is it racism if it's black people? That's a question I'm throwing out there. It's pretty bad when our kids, for whatever reason, think that it would be popular for them to have a negative depiction of our own. Is it possible they have a negative depiction? If indeed they do, is it possible they have a negative depiction of our own, uh, as you say, Mr. Harris, uh, because they've been taught that we're pressed, that we're victims by people on the left? I'm just... Another question I have. There were some previous incidents at the school. As a matter of fact, the first one, that wasn't the first. The first one was when a black student at C.K. McClatchy High School wrote colored, (laughs) wrote colored and white over water fountains on campuses last year. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. This would this obviously would not look good and it would not feel great unless black people were the ones joking about it. And they were and they were. So they put these signs over uh, over water fountains on campus last year. So I just think if you teach kids that they're oppressed, eventually, eventually it's only a matter of time that they start behaving like this. Now, again, uh, I don't believe these kids were uh, victims. I believe they were just being funny. I think they were being silly. Uh, But obviously the adults in the room, so to speak, are taking it seriously uh, because they want to make sure that black kids remain victims and can't have fun with any of this stuff. However, this is a funny thing about this uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion monitor of this this, uh, San Francisco district or Sacramento district. Harris sang a different uh, different tune 
a couple of years back or so, uh, or after that incident, he says then, or he said then, I don't believe that those words that were on those water fountains were racist. I do not believe they were hate crime or hate speech. Part of it, quite honestly, he says, is because the admitted perpetrator is an African-American young woman. Hmm. I wonder what's different. I wonder what's different. Could it be that we're in an election cycle? Could it be that he's woke? Another incident uh, or incident involved a black student who wrote racist graffiti in a hallway at Rosemont High School last year. So the district spokesman, a guy by the name of Brian Heap, he said or he noted that one student printed out and I'm quoting printed the money who gave it to another student who gave it to somebody else. And then he went on to say, we don't know how widespread the dissemination was on campus. We do know that more than one of these were handed out because the principal actually saw some, some of them on the ground. He added that it really speaks to our need as a district to do more in terms of fully educating kids about the history behind this word and just, uh, and just try to clear up some of the misconceptions they must have that led them to use it so cavalierly. I wonder if they're telling these young men and or young women to make sure that they're not using or listening to music that uses the N-word over and over and over again. I wonder if they're telling them that. I'm just curious about it. I'm curious if they're telling them if they want to prop up the black community uh, to men, uh, make sure or make sure you do the basics. You graduate high school, you get a job, you get married and then you have kids. I wonder if they're instilling that in these kids. I wonder if they're telling these kids, hey, man, uh, you are not a victim. You can accomplish everything out there you put put your heart to in America. I just wonder if they're giving them the truth, these black kids, the truth. We'll be back with Chase. New report, the government is warning of a known safety threat that poisons thousands of Americans every single year and worse. Craig didn't know his wife and his kids were going to die that night. Craig tried to do the right thing during Hurricane Ida. He bought a gas generator and fired it up. But during the night, deadly carbon monoxide seeped out of the gas generator and into Craig's home. It poisons Craig's wife and his two children in their sleep, fire officials say. The sad part is Craig isn't alone. What's even worse, Craig's tragedy didn't have to happen at all. Thanks to a new generation of portable, safe, silent, and 100% fume-free generators that is now available to all Americans, even those who think they might not be able to afford it. The Patriot Power Generator is a solar generator that doesn't use gas, so it doesn't have fumes. And instead of being loud, it is quiet as a laptop. Plus, it's so lightweight, you can take it with you, even use it inside. And it's powerful enough for your phone, medical device, or even your fridge. And right now, you can go to 4patriots.com. That's the number 4patriots.com and use code TATUM to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store, including the Patriot Power Generator. Just go to 4patriots.com. That's the number 4patriots.com and use code TATUM to get 10% off. That's 4patriots.com. Use code Tatum and get yours today. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. 
Let me talk to you about the Salem News Channel. If you like listening to my show, you will love watching it also. You can watch it on SalemNewsChannel.com. That is Officer Tatum show, I mean, or the app with the same name. You can load it on the Apple or Android store, or you can watch us on Roku. All you have to do is type in Salem News Channel, put it into the search bar. You can come check us out. We are the antidote to the mainstream media. You can bookmark us and uh, bookmark us now. Again, just go to the SalemNewsChannel.com, SalemNewsChannel.com, and watch today's show or get caught up on past shows that are on video. All right, so again, not, lots of news to get to. Uh, we are waiting for our guest, Chad Robichaud, to join us. In the meantime, I do want to talk about this because Biden is the story. And we'll talk about Trump, DeSantis in the second hour. But we'll talk about what the media is trying to avoid talking about. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how quickly uh, the story about Joe Biden's family getting a cut of $3 million from this Chinese energy company is somehow just off the headlines? It's been wiped out of the headlines. Ironically, a day after it hit the headlines, even the New York Times was talking about it. Bad news for Joe Biden. Uh, Then all of a sudden, this Trump indictment hits. Isn't that fascinating how that's uh, how that happened? What's going on? What's going on now? Listen, let me tell you something. Trump is a brawler. There's no doubt about it. Uh, DeSantis is a big boy. Uh, They both can handle it. They can go at each other. Uh, But I think there's something larger at play. And I just want you to understand it, regardless of how you feel. I love them both. Trump DeSantis. I don't want to see them destroy each other. However, If there is a primary match, DeSantis not in yet, it is absolutely inevitable that it will happen. They will go after each other. Uh, The the uh, statements that DeSantis made yesterday, a lot of people are up in arms about it. I'm simply not. I do understand there's a bigger threat. And that is this woke DOJ, Alvin Bragg, which we'll get into again in the second hour. Uh, That's just absolutely up to no good. And he's doing George Soros' bidding. I also believe he's doing the bidding for the White House. Here's here's something that's fascinating. I just saw this pop up on the Daily Wire. Uh, CNN's Van Jones trashed for warning Manhattan D.A. to back off the of the Trump indictment. You guys might recall that. uh, Basically, Elon Musk said the same thing yesterday in a tweet, and that is if you go after Trump, he's going to win in a landslide victory. And I certainly do believe that that is likely the case, uh, because I think if you guys recall, Trump was somewhat sliding off of the radar until Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and then all of a sudden he's back. That Mar-a-Lago raid, uh, Mar-a-Lago raid fired people up, people up, reminded them about the deep state. And and then there you have it. Trump is back in the headlines. But this from the Daily Wire hat tip. CNN's Van Jones trash for warning Manhattan D.A. to back off of the Trump indictment. So CNN uh, regular Van Jones took some backlash after suggesting that Manhattan D.A. Alvin Bragg would be wise to back off and not indict former President Donald Trump or at least wait and see whether he'd face charges in Georgia. Uh, in Georgia first, which I believe is the trumped up case as well. Jones made the comments during a Monday panel discussion hosted by Pamela Brown, and he argued that pushing for an indictment over, quote, hush money allegedly paid to a porn star was proof that the leftists did not have their act together uh, with regard to coming after Trump. The guy's just being honest. This is 
Van Jones is a very smart guy. He's a communist, but he's an extremely smart guy, extremely articulate, can argue his points. He says if anybody is a Republican and they have been afraid there is some well-organized conspiracy among progressives, they can relax now because you would not start with this charge, Jones added. You would start with the charge in Georgia where he was interfering with elections. Now, I disagree with that, but this is is, uh, Van Jones speaking. Uh, You would start with the charge that he was helping the insurrectionists in a coup uh you wouldn't start with an eight-year-old porn star uh payoff this is proof if nothing else that the progressives are not very well organized this is not the one you would start with and it's a valid point by van jones because the left isn't argue are uh, organized guys they can't beat us on ideas i'll get into this more i was just reading some of the headlines you understand what's getting ready to happen this this financial collapse as well uh that uh that that the media is trying to avoid talking about this svb collapse this this so-called there's no contagion everything is stabilized i had rc williams on sherlock of sherlock exposes com on earlier this week it's totally i lie the u.s economy home prices fell in february for the first time in 11 years there's more all right we'll finish up in the next segment carl jackson in for the officer tatum the officer tatum show (laughs) all right welcome welcome back to the officer tatum show the number to call in 844-900-7243 I have our guest with us. I'm so honored to have Chad Robichaud. Chad Robichaud is the uh, founder and president of the Mighty Oaks Foundation. We will get in, get into that. USMC, uh, U.S. Marine Corps, Force Recon veteran, best-selling author, pro-MMA champion. Good Lord, the list is endless. Chad Robichaud, welcome to the Officer Tatum program. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Now, Chad, I've never gotten... Uh, any type of applause like that. So the people love you already. All right. So listen, Chad, there's so much that I'd like to talk to you about. First off, let me say this. Thank you for what you're doing for vets. And when I when I talk about what you're doing for vets, uh, people might not know this. You've been extremely transparent um, um, and vulnerable when it comes to your own stories of PTSD, uh, the Mighty Oaks Foundation. You, uh, If you would just talk about that uh, briefly here, because you help out veterans with a with a biblical perspective that have gone through PTSD, dark times. Talk about the Mighty Oaks Foundation, if you would. Yeah, well, you know, it started with me. I came home from uh, from eight deployments to Afghanistan as as part of a Joint Special Operations Command Task Force. Uh, had my own hardships coming home. Dealt with anxiety, depression, severe panic attacks, and uh, you know, diagnosed with PTSD. Had a three-year downward spiral that ended in me almost losing my family and a, and a very real suicide attempt where uh, uh, it resulted in people coming around me, helping me in, uh, to, to get well. And of all the things that people did for me to get well, was uh, nothing was probably more profound than a restoration of my faith. And uh, on the other side of that, I just felt a deep burden on my heart that I really believe God put there for me to help others. And I used the platforms that I've been given through, a, you know, uh, really good reputation in the special operations community, uh, being a professional athlete, uh, using those two platforms 
to uh, broadcast a message of hope to other people struggling just like I was. And that is uh, started 12 years ago with the, the with the founding of the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Over the last 12 years, we, we really do four things. One is we do resiliency programs of active duty military uh, bases around the world. I've been able to personally speak to about a half a million active duty troops through our resiliency wow. program. Even even uh, as much as going to Marine Corps boot camp every quarter now for the last eight years, I've been to Marine Corps boot camp and speaking to recruits on uh, the four pillars of resiliency, on spiritual resiliency, and just being the warriors that uh, we our country needs them to be and uh, this world needs them to be. Uh, then we have a recovery program called a legacy program. We have five ranches at, at different parts of the country, Ohio, California, Virginia, two in Texas. And we bring active duty service members, veterans, first responders, and their spouses. We do about $8 million a year in programming for free, including paying for travel. Uh, so anybody that needs those programs, definitely reach out to us at mightyoaksprograms.org. Uh, the military sends from all four branches, sends people on, on orders. It's non-clinical peer-to-peer faith-based mentoring, and it's a phenomenal program followed on by aftercare, which is very important. Uh, the third thing we do is we do a uh, policy. So I'm in DC a lot, testifying before Congress and uh, in Senate, and we uh, help to get faith-based programs uh, funded uh, and available for active duty service members and veterans. During Under President Trump, I was the chairman of the White House's Faith-Based Coalition for Veteran Affairs. Uh, and we really got a lot done, including executive orders on best President Trump to bring faith-based programs back into VA and DOD, which, by the way, President Obama had ended back in 2009. Uh, and then the last thing we do is we uh, we take those same programs and bring them internationally uh, to our allied friends around the world. Ukraine, for example, I've been to Ukraine 10 times since February, helping the, uh, the civilian soldiers uh, fight for their country and their freedom. And uh, so, yeah, that's what that's what Mighty Oaks does in uh, MightyOaksPrograms.org. If anybody needs any support or help or wants to support, uh, you could you could find out more information there. Man, I mean, absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing here, Chad. Chad, let me let me let me. I, I I've got so many things I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Russia Ukraine war. You know, American support as being uh, a lot of Americans are are feeling discouraged about the uh, Russia Ukraine war. I want to I want to get into that, but before we 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 get there. I think we have to kind of lay the foundation. Afghanistan. I got to go back to the Afghanistan uh, withdrawal. Chad, let me just ask you bluntly. Did we leave? Did we leave people behind? Did we leave Americans behind? Did Joe Biden leave Americans behind? One thousand percent. We uh, left Americans behind and the White House knew it. Uh, They they left. uh, They left. uh, They said at the time, uh, about, right prior to the final uh, military leaving there, they said there was 16,000 Americans was their guesstimation, which, by the way, the State Department does not collect or know how many people or Americans are anywhere because it's up to the American citizen to report to the State Department. If they're traveling, no one does. I, I don't. Uh, wow. So um, so no one does. So they guesstimated 16,000. And then they said they moved, they moved out 6,000. And then a week later, they said they had 100 left. So I'm not that great at math, but uh, 6,000 minus 6,000. I'm right. Secretary Blanken said this too, and he was called out during the Senate uh, Senate trials on this. So uh, we know, and we're learning in the hearings now, everything I, I have said has been confirmed. There were over 1,000 Americans still left there uh, when the United States military left. They closed the bases. They moved out the military before they moved out civilians, and they mo- before they moved out 100,000 allies. Uh, this was not a, and we were talking about this on break. This was not a blunder. This was not a debacle. This was a very intentional decision made by the White House to remove the United States military and our allied partners from the most strategic place on the globe 
the most strategic place in the globe, meaning the the most crucial place that uh, for the security of the world, which is Bagram Air Force Base, that sits between Iraq, Iran, Russia, and China, where all of our enemies more are, and the only people in the world that would benefit from the United States military moving away from there are America's enemies. Uh, and I don't mean the Taliban. I mean China. Right. I mean Iran and Pakistan. And yes, I did say Pakistan, which the White House will say as our ally. They are an enemy of the United States. Pakistan ISI is uh, the instigator of everything that happens uh, in a ter- in a realm of terrorism in the in that part of the world. Um, and and as well as really? Russia, you know, a hundred percent. I mean, if you want to know who, who the Taliban that we see in Afghanistan right now, that is the Pakistan ISI trained Taliban and in equipped Taliban. When those when those Taliban came across that border, when the seventy five thousand of them came across that border, they didn't come from the mountains of Afghanistan. They came they came from Pakistan, and uh, and so, you know, and this isn't something the White House doesn't know. By the way, they know this. Uh, and uh, every Chad, troop, every Chad, do yeah, me do me a favor. Hold hold that thought. We 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 gotta go to a break shortly. Uh, but Chad, I'm yeah. speaking to Chad Robichaud, the founder of the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Uh, please continue with me. The fascinating conversation. We'll be right back. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you can ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he's discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable feel of the original MyPillow and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest smoothest and coolest pillow you'll ever own for my exclusive listeners the my pillow 2.0 is buy one get one free offer with my promo code brandon my pillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100 made in the usa and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee just go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square to get to the buy one, get one free offer. Enter promo code Brandon or call 800-976-8379 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. All right, welcome back to the Office for Tatum Show. My guest is Chad Robichaud. We only have three minutes left with Chad, so I'm going to... Uh, just run through as many questions as it, he will allow me to in the next three minutes. I do want to ask you guys that are in the listening out audience to go out and get his book. You can go to savingaziz.org, A-Z-I-Z.org. Also, check out his foundation, mightyoaksprograms.org, mightyoaksprograms.org. Uh, now, we're talking about uh, Pakistan here, Chad, and, and before we go, I want to make sure we – uh, uh, have you wrap up on that? But I also want to get your take on what's happening in Russia, Ukraine, IRCG, Xi Jinping visiting Russia. This is absolutely insane. All right. So uh, just if you would wrap up what you were talking about as far as uh, Pakistan uh, and, 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 and the ISI. Yeah, I mean, just to wrap, I mean, these, this is our enemy. This is who's who we've been fighting for the last 20 years when we fight, when we say fighting the Taliban. And the truth is, we didn't negotiate with our allies. We didn't negotiate with uh, our, we didn't negotiate with the Afghan government. We spent 20 years in place. The only people we talked to, when I say we, the White House talked to, was the the Taliban, our enemy of 20 years. And we left Afghanistan without the consensus of the rest of the world. And uh, we had 2,500 troops there. We have 2,500 troops in 20 places I can name around the world. We still have 50,000 troops in J- Japan and 40,000 in Germany and, and 35,000 in South Korea. This is not how the United States strategically leaves places, and it created a catastrophe and, uh, and left Americans behind, cost American lives, 
left 100,000 Afghan allies behind and left, uh, you know, 40 million vulnerable Afghans, including 20 million women and little girls that be raped and and, uh, for the rest of their life because of this. And so it's a complete tragedy. Uh, you know, and the world is watching, our enemies are watching, which leads us into why Putin invaded Ukraine, because he could, because of the weakness in our in our White House. And he he postured against, he postured on the border uh, with 100,000 troops. Right. Uh, Joe, Joe Biden flinched, moved our U.S. troops out of Ukraine, moved our embassy out of Ukraine. The rest of the uh, NATO partners followed and gave a green light for Putin to come in. And now we're sending... 113 plus billion dollars to Ukraine. None of that money's making it to help those people. It's a complete catastrophe. It's only it's only emboldening uh, Putin to continue doing what he's doing, and it's disincentivizing people like Zelensky who are getting all this money and will never end this war because why? They're making billions of dollars off of it, including corrupt politicians in the United States. Okay, this is uh man, uh, he's he's bringing it. Chad, uh, we only have literally probably about forty five seconds left. You rescue thirty seconds left. You rescue people from from Afghanistan. Talk about that quickly, if you will. Also, what's happening in Iran? How significant is that? Yeah, I mean, so yeah. First of all, when we went to Afghanistan, I went to get my interpreter, his wife, and six kids who I served eight deployments with. Uh, by the grace of God and the orchestration of God, we perform, we pulled off uh, uh, what I believe to be a modern day miracle and uh, and rescued not only Aziz and his family but seventeen thousand people from Afghanistan. Uh, oh. And then we we, we were Chad, went we'll, to Ukraine. Go ahead. We'll, we'll have to leave it there. We're just out of time. Chad Robichaud, please get the book SavingAziz.org and visit a MightyOaksPrograms.org. Chad, thanks so much for your time. This is the Officer Tatum Show. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Officer Tatum Show. I want to introduce my friend. He got you covered. Don't even worry. Carl Jackson. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I am your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. I appreciate him lending me his microphone here. He will be back on Thursday, uh, and then I will be back on Friday. So, actually, I'm in tomorrow. He'll be back on Thursday. I'll be I'll be back in on Friday, uh, guys. I want to talk to you about my pillow. Uh, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with My Pillow is launching the My Pillow 2.0. When Mike invented My Pillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. That's right. The My Pillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted feel of the original My Pillow, but now with a brand new fabric. That is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, the smoothest, and coolest pillow that you'll ever own. Guys, I can attest to this. I didn't think the MyPillow could get any better. Well, it did. For Brandon's exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free, as long as you use the offer code BRANDON. Uh, MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the U.S. Say, and it comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square at the top of the page, enter the promo code BRANDON at the top of the page, or if you prefer, you can give them a call at 800-976-8379. Again, 800-976-8379 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Because remember, they're buy one, get one free. Okay, now, let's talk to uh, talk to you about uh, some of the things that are going on with crappy Biden 
And I think what's really happening uh, with Trump and DeSantis, and uh, I think we're falling into a trap from the left, quite frankly. Now, let me say this. I love Trump. I love DeSantis. Um, a lot of I know my colleagues, some of my colleagues will disagree with me. I, I, I believe that a um, I believe that a primary when one actually exists, if, if DeSantis does ever get in, uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be a blood sport. Uh, politics is like that, right? Uh, it's going to be a fight. I do think DeSantis has to get to a point where he's either in or out. I think that is very important. Having said that, I think sometimes the fights and the skirmishes have been have been getting so bad uh, that I think both of them at times have missed the bigger picture. This uh, this incident with uh, Alvin Bragg, which we'll get into again. And please feel free to call in and give me your take on this. The Ron DeSantis battle, what's going on with Alvin Bragg, the uh, the bought and paid for uh, D.A. of Manhattan. Uh, a, a total absolute dr- joke. As a matter of fact, there during the break, there was a alert from uh, True Social where it looks like, what did it say? Good Lord. Uh, basically, uh, if I recall correctly, they're looking to indict Trump perhaps uh, later in the week, and he'll be in court next week. Uh, I'll follow up on that to see any uh, any of the latest breaking news uh, on 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 that. But I do want to share this with you. This was a very fascinating column uh, that Miranda Devine of the New York Post wrote about, and it's entitled "A Potential Trump Indictment Is a Sideshow Gift to the Biden Family." And I happen to agree with Miranda Devine on this particular point. Uh, I think Republicans, obviously. Listen, I've said and I'll say time and time again, the best reasons to vote for Donald Trump are a couple of reasons. And he mentioned them uh, in his CPAC speech. But I think retribution is very important. I think that the American people need justice. I think that American people were sincerely wronged and continue to be wronged by these freaking Marxists in the White House and these Marxists that are occupying these bureaucratic agencies. So I think justice is very important. We don't use that word on the right often. And in my opinion, often enough because it's so wrongly used when it comes to people on the left. But justice is very important. The rule of law in the United States of America is very important. Retribution is very important. I know a lot of people, oh, Carl, that's such a dirty word. Trump shouldn't have used that. No, I I, I, I totally agree with them. We were wronged. We were wronged. And, and, and so I have no problem with Trump using words like retribution uh, at all. At all. But you do need to understand what's at play from the left. Now, I'm not saying this is going to occur, but I want you to understand everything that happens is happening with Alvin Bragg isn't just about Trump. It's about Trump and DeSantis. And most people aren't catching on to this. Miranda Devine has done so. Guys, remember who our real enemies are. And yes, I do say enemies. Now, if you're a Democrat, I don't believe you're necessarily an enemy. I know that there's liberals. I get it. I I get that there's your everyday American that happens to be Democrat. You don't follow politics a lot, uh, but you get emotionally involved in the political process. When you do pay attention and you assume that your party, the Democrat Party, uh, is cool, I would say this, and I've said this many a times, uh, that basically I believe that those that vote for the Democrat Party today, whether you consider consider yourself a liberal or just you're a moderate Democrat, I don't believe there's any such thing. 
I think that if you vote for today's Democrat Party, uh, you, you're basically a Marxist or you're complicit in the takeover by Marxists in our country. And, 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 and if it's simply because you're not politically aware, that's on you. Our system is built in such a way that you're supposed to inform yourselves. That's the only way that we can uh, retain or maintain this democratic republic. And actually, we've lost. If I'm being honest, which I will always be to you, we've lost it. We live in a post-Christian or post-Judeo-Christian and a post-constitutional America. So everything we need to do is we have to rebuild. We have to restore. And so now we're wondering who are the champions or who is the champion, uh, the the nominee for the GOP that's going to help us to restore American values, American principles. Well, we know in Donald Trump that he's been there and he's done that. So the guy can make a very effective case when it comes to the economy. We know that Donald Trump has been there and done that. And that's what makes him so powerful. That's what makes him so powerful. I do want to read a couple of headlines to you because I think these favor Donald Trump. And I will get into this article. Yellen vows to safeguard deposits at smaller banks if needed. You know, I got a I got a text. I got a text the other day from my uh, buddy R.C. Williams of SherlockExposes.com. Uh, and he sent me this article. U.S. studies ways to guarantee all bank deposits if crisis expands. Huh. Really? All bank deposits. You mean nationalizing the banks? Guys, do you understand? See, we're dealing with a lot of big uh, uh, right right now. We're dealing with very macro issues where the left is trying to take over the country. Now, we're uh, there's no doubt about it. We've got to figure out a nominee. And there's no doubt about it. This race is going to get nasty. And frankly, anyone that can't stand the heat needs to get out of the kitchen. But understand, they're fighting for us. I want, if DeSantis chooses to get in, I want a brawl. I know I'm going to make some of you Trump supporters mad. I don't care. I want a brawl because I want the best guy in office to be sharpened, and I want him to fight for me. But what I do not want are so many low blows that, because, listen, if Donald Trump gets in, I've said this time and time again, four years ain't enough. If you think that Donald Trump is going to come in and just make things go away in four years, turn everything back around, I'm sorry. I'm, it, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Uh, and, and so I understand Ron DeSantis' desire to get into the race. Again, he's not announced, but I do believe it's going to get to a point, Ron, where you got to get in or get out. I think that's very, I think that's very, very important. But I also think for those that say this isn't Ron DeSantis' time, he should wait. Well, they're not in the prayer closet with Ron DeSantis. I, I don't think any no one owns the presidency, including Donald Trump. Neither does Ron DeSantis. And there's something else that no one thinks about, that no one talks about. I want you guys to remember this when it comes to Governor Ron DeSantis. Governor Ron DeSantis, his governorship ends in 2026. What will he do for two years? See, I, I think what we're witnessing with Alvin Bragg, I think this is all connected. I think they're trying to get a two for one in Donald Trump and 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 DeSantis. I think they want to clear them both out. And now they may be wrong. But when I go through Miranda Devine's article, I think you guys are going to get what I'm saying. And I hope I hope that although I know 
And I realize, and frankly, I want a tough primary battle. I do not want a coronation. You shouldn't want a coronation. I know many of you will disagree with me. You shouldn't want a coronation. What you want are the best ideas, the strongest promises, the advantage that Donald Trump has admittedly been there, done that. But we should still want a tough primary. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, sitting in for the Officer Tatum. The number to call in, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243. So the question is, what is the left really up to? Oh, before I go forward, Salem News Channel. If you like listening to Officer Tatum Show, you will love watching it also. You can watch it on SalemNewsChannel.com. Or you can get the app with the same name loaded on the Apple or Android store. Or you can watch us on Roku. All you have to do is type in Salem News Channel into the search bar. You can come check us out. We are the antidote to the mainstream media. You can book up and bookmark us now. Just go to SalemNewsChannel.com, 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 and watch today's show or get caught up on past shows that are on video. Okay, so now I want to go back to some of the headlines that are out there. And I want to go back to our real enemies because I understand people get, uh, get hot and bothered when it comes to uh, president Trump and Ron DeSantis, Mike Gallagher. I was able to listen to uh, uh, some of his show today, not all of it, but I was able to listen to some of it. And I thought he did a fantastic job talking about explaining Trump as the fighter that he is, uh, but also calling out some Trump supporters that were just like DeSantis, DeSantis bad. It's like it, it, it's the it's the craziest thing. I understand your guy is Trump, but I want those of you in the audience to understand that four years if we win with Trump. And frankly, I'm not convinced that we will win with Trump, not because it's Trump. Because I don't think Republicans have done the groundwork in order to win elections. We should have had a landslide in the midterms. We did not. It, it, it should have been a landslide. We didn't get our act together. 2020, frankly, should have been a landslide when it came to uh, when it came to Joe Biden. Everyone knew the guy was hiding in the basement. We all knew it. Right. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. All right. So but what's happening now, uh, the, 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 the riff, the riff is starting to happen, it seems to me, between some Trump supporters and DeSantis. Now, again, a primary is going to get nasty, but DeSantis isn't in the primary yet. But also, I'll say this. If you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. I'll reiterate. DeSantis soon needs to come to a decision. Am I going to get in the race or am I not going to get in the race? That is very important. However, on a macro level, I want those in the listening audience to understand this. Even if Trump wins, I hope he does. Even if Trump wins, four years ain't enough. So if you destroy the only other candidate that has come down the pike, and I believe it can happen. Listen, guys, I'm sorry. I used to hate saying this. I used to hate hearing this. Um, But you're not going to win an election without getting independence, without getting some of the moderates. It's just a fact. I hate even saying it. I hate admitting it, but it is a fact. All right. Now, I think a lot of independents, moderates, they went to Trump because of economic policies. He got more votes than any president in, in or any sitting president in U.S. history in 2020. 
That's no coincidence. I'm not one that believes uh, that Joe Biden got um, got more votes than Obama. I simply don't believe that. I believe that there were a lot of ballots out there and I believe that there were a lot of shenanigans that were happening. Having said that, what is the left doing? What is Alvin Bragg really about? Alvin Bragg isn't just about Trump. This isn't just about Trump. And no one seems to see it except Miranda Devine and let's say me. Um, This is also about DeSantis. They're clearing the road, or at least they're trying to. I'm not saying that it'll work, but understand what they're trying to do. So I had tip Miranda Devine. New York Post, a potential Trump indictment is a sideshow gift to the Biden family. So again, I'll go back to... uh, Well, let me go to her article. If Democrats really wanted Donald Trump to fade away, as they claim, they would stop persecuting him. Right. See, recall Trump was having a hard time rescinding back into the national limelight until what happened? What happened? I'll tell you what happened. The raid on Mar-a-Lago. When we had the raid or the FBI, the DOJ, stupidly and wrongfully, in my opinion, raided Mar-a-Lago, Trump ascended right back into the headlines. And frankly, I was one out saying that I think he should announce for president for the presidency. Then I know a lot of people are like, no, 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 no. Uh, Everybody's scared of Trump. He'll damage the like. No, the the Republican Party didn't have a vision. And Trump gives them a vision like it or not. Trump gives them a vision. So does DeSantis. So does so does DeSantis. The left is terrified of Trump, but they feel like they can cut him up into a thousand pieces. They believe they have. But the left is also terrified of DeSantis because they see DeSantis as a younger, uh, younger Trump that they believe is more intellectually agile. And so they can accomplish. He could accomplish more. Let me just share this. I remember years ago. I remember years ago, and this isn't a case for DeSantis or Trump. I'm just I I just want to share this story with you. I was sitting in a green room in a local news studio, and I was sitting with a Democrat strategist, really cool guy, but far left. All right. Uh, And at the time, the primaries were going on 2016, whatever it may have been or leading up to 16. Maybe it was 2015 at the time. Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, you know, all all of them. But the remaining ones were Trump, uh, Ted Cruz, and Marco Rubio. Now, I I was a Cruz supporter. I wanted Cruz to win at the time. I did not believe that Donald Trump would come in and be this conservative that he was. I was absolutely wrong. I'm glad that I was wrong. But sitting in that green room, I wanted Trump. I'm not Trump. I wanted Cruz at the time because I felt like he he could slice and dice the left. But it was funny. I talked to this guy, this Democratic strategist, and he's done some local stuff. He's done some national stuff, worked with the DNC, so on, et cetera. And I said, I want to ask you a question. Who do you guys fear on the left? Now, we didn't know what Trump would do at the time. So I guarantee you he would say Donald Trump now. All right. But but at the time, he said he said Ted Cruz. And I. I said, really? I I was actually surprised to hear it, even though I was a Cruz guy. I thought with all of the accolades that Donald Trump and the media attention Donald Trump was getting at the time, he might say him. Or I thought Marco Rubio could be a sleeper. 
you know, uh, uh, because he was more of an establishment-like candidate. And I thought, okay, uh, he, this guy will probably like Marco Rubio because he'll appeal. Marco Rubio will probably appeal to more moderates and so on, et cetera. They were like, nah, we fear. Uh, he said, honestly, the talk is we fear t- we fear Ted Cruz. We want Ted Cruz to lose. And and I was like, R- really? I, I, I was shocked to hear it. And he said, uh, I said, why? Or I asked why. And he said, because. Ted Cruz is a constitutional lawyer. He knows what he stands for, and we know that he'll come in, listen to me, listen to me, and he'll start restoring the things, basically, that we took away. And I'm paraphrasing. He knows the Constitution left and right, so he'll know where exactly to fight us. I could not believe those words came out of his mouth. Yet they came out of his mouth. Now, I was happy to get Donald Trump. He has been the best president in modern history. But still, I want to talk about this. I want to dive into this further on the other side. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show, guys. I want to talk to you about food for the poor. Deteriorating economic conditions combined with food shortages and supply chain delays have led to skyrocketing food prices throughout Central America. In countries like Guatemala and Honduras, parents earning the equivalent of just a few dollars a day simply cannot afford enough food. So millions are suffering severe malnourishment with a large percentage of them being small children. That's why Officer Tatum Show is appealing to you in these final few days of our campaign on behalf of our friends at Food for the Poor. Just listen to conditions on the ground in in Honduras and try to picture your own children in this heartbreaking condition. People have stopped eating. They can only eat one meal a day. It's not healthy. Cases of child malnutrition in the country have increased along with hunger. Hunger here first affects marginalized populations and more and more mothers like JC. She's struggling to feed her four children. But you can make a small donation today that will literally save lives in these remote villages. Just 72 bucks provides two meals each day uh, for two children for an entire year. That's unbelievable. Or $144 gives the same blessing to four hungry kids for an entire year as well. Now, here's how you can help. You can go to the officertatum.com. You can click on the red Give Food, Give Hope banner at the top of the page to make a donation uh, to help speed uh, emergency relief to the poorest of the poor. Or another way is you can text the keyword Tatum to 91999 and you'll immediately get a link to my specific uh, or to his specific donation page so that you can make your gift. Or if you prefer, you can phone in your tax deductible gift. All you have to do is call his special toll free number and that is 855-918-4673 again 855-918-4673 so please open up your heart open up your wallet to help the dangerously malnourished children and families who want to stay in their home countries if they can get enough food to survive there. Your gift in any amount will uh, will speed critically needed food and safe water to the children who are in need most. Please help today by going to theofficertatum.com and click on the Give Food, Give Hope banner at the top of the page. Or, again, you can text the word Tatum to 91999 and you'll immediately get a link to his specific donation page so that you can make your gift. And again, 
Thank you so much for making it possible to help so many hungry kids who will be blessed by your generosity. All right, let's get those bellies full. Again, food for the poor. Uh, go to officertatum.com and click on that Give Food, Give Hope banner at the top of the page. Callers, I see you out there. Don't get, go anywhere. Mike and Craig, I will get to you as soon as possible. I want to continue making this case and building the case. Um, again, I'm talking about Trump, DeSantis, uh, somewhat of the feud, but I want you to understand what the left is really after. The left is trying to use Alvin Bragg not just to go after Trump. They're using Alvin Bragg to go after Trump, Trump to go after DeSantis so they can cancel everyone out. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm telling you what the left is up to. And no one seems to be talking about this. It's so blatantly obvious, uh, but no one seems to be catching it. Miranda Devine did. Uh, Thank God. Now, just real quick, I want to remind you. I told you now, let me look for it. I was going through I was going through some text from my buddy. Uh, R.C. Williams of Sherlock Exposes. Basically, basically, you see the Biden administration now trying to nationalize the banks. Carl, what do you mean nationalize the banks? Well, listen, we have FDIC insurance up to $250,000. We saw what they did with SVB. Doesn't mean that they'll do it for everyone, but now they are talking about that. They are talking about that. You see, the wealthiest of the wealthy, like an SVB, the homies of the uh, of the Democrats rushing to these big banks, the smaller banks are struggling. And they're not going to get the same level of protection. This is nationalizing the banks. This is where this is going. That is socialism. That is Marxism. I see a caller out there. That is Marxism. That is centralized control. That is government control. That is not what we want. God forbid we get a digital dollar. It's absolutely insane what we're seeing. Also, there's a story, had to forget, man, because I want to remind you about what's happening with Biden. Before we kill each other, I want to remind you what the left is doing. 16 people had to forget, man, on FBI's terror watch list arrested at the U.S. border, according to authorities. 16 people on the FBI's terror watch list. Guys, the numbers have been growing on this people that have been identified on our borders. I want to get into that more on Trump and DeSantis and what the left is really up to. We'll be- All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. You heard the man. Let me talk to you about my pillow. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with my pillow has launched the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented, invented the original MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a MyPillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better, if you could imagine that. The MyPillow 2.0 has a patented adjusted feel of the original MyPillow. And now, with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own uh, for Brandon's listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 has an exclusive offer. All you have to do is buy one, get one free, by the way, when you use the promo code Brandon. The MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square at the top of the page. Enter the name Brandon there to get your buy one, get one free offer. Or if you prefer, 
Uh, you uh, you can call 800-976-8379. Again, 800-976-8379 to secure your MyPillow 2.0s right now. Okay, now, let me just share this story. Because I think that the primaries, which isn't a primary yet, is getting extremely out of control. And again, if DeSantis chooses to get in, and I don't think anyone owns the presidency, and I want them fighting for us, I believe the biblical principle that iron sharpens iron when it comes to wisdom. I believe that we're all adults here. Um, So you're not going to hear me destroying DeSantis. You're not going to hear me destroying Trump because I'm of the belief that you do need, in order to turn this country around, to restore this country, I think you're going to need a lot more than four years from Donald Trump. And I'm not even convinced that we're going to get that. And I'm sorry, I, I hate to say this to some of my colleagues out there that might be naive enough to believe it, but I don't believe this fairy tale, and I do believe it's a fairy tale, that, oh man, four years Trump, uh, 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 eight years DeSantis. Oh, oh okay. Um you're predicting that based upon what? What happened in 2020? What happened in 2022? When the Republican Party still were not up to par. Uh, there's a two-year lull when Ron DeSantis gets out of the governorship. He can easily be forgotten. A rhino could sneak in and still, you know you know what I mean, come in after Trump. The pendulum may swing because if Trump does get in or if DeSantis gets in, uh, they've, got a, they've got to be a wrecking ball against the deep state. Donald Trump is out with a plan now to be a wrecking ball against the deep state. Ron DeSantis in our state has been a wrecking ball against the left and i understand people are more hey i love trump on that but honestly i've heard people call him a rhino i've heard that's just silly i'm sorry i'm sorry i i i I love all of my colleagues i love all my friends on the right Uh, that's just stupid and we're shooting ourselves in the foot the real enemy is the left and the biggest leftist happens to be running this country whether you believe he's a puppet or not he is still the face of the party Again, 16 people on the FBI's terror watch list. This is the real enemy arrested at the U.S. border. 16 people on the FBI's watch list, terror watch list, mixed with record-breaking numbers of migrants illegally entering the U.S. were stopped along the U.S.-Mexico border. This was last month. According to Fox, those numbers raised the total amount of such encounters at the southern border this year alone to 69, which uh, which CBP, the Custom and Borders uh, Protection Agents, expect to continue increasing and shatter last year's 98 encounters. We're already up to 69. The CBP Office of Field Operations Authorities reported that the agency had countered or had encountered at least 214 people on the terrorist screening database along both the southern and northern borders of the port entry uh, in the current fiscal year. In the fiscal year 2022, authorities apprehended 380 individuals on the terror watch list. Listen, post-Trump, the number of encounters with terrorists on the borders keeps growing. Here are the numbers under Trump. And again, I understand this is why people love Trump. He came in as a wrecking ball initially, and it was amazing. I'm just telling you the pause 
between Trump's administration and the damage that the left has done to the country in two years is not going to be fixed in four years. You don't think as much as you see the left going after Trump, you don't think they'll go after him even more. You think he's going to be able to come in and just wreak havoc on all of those uh, bureaucratic agencies in four years. You think that's going to happen? No. It's not going to happen. I think it'll be a good start. And I'm, I know that Trump, based upon what has happened to him, he will go in and be a wrecking ball. I know that. I know that. But don't destroy the next guy in line where it gets so bad that a chance of having four and hopefully something in the future is absolutely gone. Or a rhino sneaks in. Because that's exactly what I think might occur because things are just getting so stupid, nasty. And I'm down for a nasty fight, but it's kind of getting stupid, nasty. And it's just weird. And I'm just going to be real with you. Hate me all you want. I want to save the country. I want to save the country. I'm looking for a stronger Trump and maybe in the future a stronger DeSantis or a stronger DeSantis now. I want the people that are going to fight for us. That's what's most important to me. This country, who's going to do the most damage to the left and restore the country the most? All right. So, again, now you got uh, between 2017 and 2020, you know how many people slipped through? 15, 15. We got 69 so far this year. We've got approximately 5 million illegals that have entered the U.S. border since Biden has come into the White House. That does not count the getaways. 2.3 million alone in the fiscal year 2022. This is a bigger issue. Hat tip for Gatman. Another one. North Korea plans for nuclear counterattack and missile test. Were they doing this in the past? These are the big issues. North Korea on Monday tested a short-range missile as part of a broader series of exercises conducted in response to joint drills between the U.S. and South Korea. These are the big issues we want fixed. Don't kill each other. Trump has been there, done that. Give him credit. But don't kill the next guy in line either. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. The number to call in, 844-900-7243. Rand Paul says the DA, Alvin Bragg, should be jailed. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to continue with this, uh, basically this theme. I want to I explain to you how Alvin Bragg is actually after Trump and DeSantis alike. He's trying to cancel them out. I believe he's on orders from his white masters, uh, and that is George Soros and Biden in the White House. But before I do that, I want to take a couple of calls real quickly uh, before we go to break, but you will have to make them quick. All right, let's go to uh, Craig. Craig is in Pittsburgh. Craig, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You've got the mic. Yeah, thanks. Hey, you you are right on the money tonight, what you're saying about the election and, you know, how many votes Biden got and Trump got. You're right on the money with that stuff. But we have to keep our eye on the prize here. The prize is Trump. We had four years of Trump, and look what he did in those four years. You know, Obama was trying to run the country in the ground and transform it. We were were on an uphill climb with Trump in four years. We can do it again. We got to get him back in there. You know, politics is a blood sport. Talking about DeSantis, DeSantis is, and, and probably Cruz are, are the two top guys that are going to, you know, uh, if, I don't know about Cruz, but, you know, uh, DeSantis is one of the top guys. You know, it's, it's got a shot at it. 
he, he's going to be exposed as being a politician. Now, is that that bad? No. I'll take well, a rhino uh, me, over the me, radical left any day. Any day. Craig, hold on. Let me, let me say this because I hear this argument a lot. And, and typically I agree with it, frankly. But you always watch people by what they do. Ronald Reagan was a politician. Was he bad? The White House, Eisenhower became a politician. Was he bad? Calvin Coolidge was a politician. Was he bad? Abraham Lincoln was a politician. Was he bad? The issue isn't whether or not people are a politician. The issue is whether or not people will uh, will stick to their word. If they're people of character, if they're moral people, that is the issue. So some politicians have been able to get past that. Rand Paul, Mike Lee, Ted Cruz. Some people can go beyond that. Now, Donald Trump has been amazing because I do believe the business experience is great. And I absolutely agree with you. But the issue isn't uh, necessarily Donald Trump. The issue is who's going to get you the most freedom? Who's going to restore your freedoms? But, Craig, listen, I appreciate the call. Uh, Good arguments. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's go to the next caller. We have AC is in Cleveland. AC, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You got the mic. Hello, Carl. Uh, I There's a, a passage in Scripture that relates to this thing with Trump and DeSantis. And there were the, the, the apostles of Jesus were criticizing another group who were casting out devils. Okay? AC, AC and, let, me, let me do this. Let me do this. If... If you can hold on, I'll take you as soon as we get back on the other side. We're just going to run out of time. I don't want to do you wrong like that. This is Carl Jackson in for the Officer Tatum. We'll be back in a few. The Officer Tatum Show. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Officer Tatum Show. I want to introduce my friend. Got you covered. Don't even worry. Carl Jackson. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. We got a lot to get to. The number to call in, 844-900-7243, 844-900-7243. I want you to understand what's really behind the left's attacks on Donald Trump. Obviously, obviously, it's a thousand cuts to Donald Trump to try to destroy him with moderates and independents. And and, and I hate admitting this, but yes, uh, you do need him, especially in swing states to win. Donald Trump was able uh, to get moderates and independents uh, to come to the Republican Party, blacks, Latinos. The numbers grew. That is absolutely undeniable. I'm just letting you know, and the caller called in in the last hour. He's absolutely right. Donald Trump did amazing work the first three years of his presidency. I'm sorry, the last year, I don't know why we're trying to pretend like COVID didn't exist. And and I'm sorry, I'm just going to be straight. I think Donald Trump was duped. I think, listen, we have the Russia, Ukraine, uh, 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 the, the impeachment trials, all this kind of stuff. I I didn't see a need to shut down the economy. And I think when he shut down the economy, he essentially gave away his presidency because that opened up the doors for all of these lefties to adopt these emergency orders. They would not have had the courage to do it. I'm just being real. I'm being honest with you. And you know it's true. And if you don't think that's true, eh, go kneel and pray. (laughs) Because I, I, I think you're lying to yourself. And these open these emergency orders were opened up as a result of unnecessarily shutting down the economy. And that allowed the radical left to rush in. I was reading 
columns before that happened. It was a foregone conclusion, foregone conclusion by the Democrat Party that Donald Trump was going to run away with the election in 2020, and he was going to. So they bring in fascist Fauci. They bring in Deborah Burks to convince him to shut down the economy, and he does it. Everything they had done before did not work, but that did. Now, he did it because he has a good heart, so you got to credit him for that. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it did not happen because it did. And I'll go through some of the ramifications of that. And again, I'm not blaming him for all of the things the left did. However, we got to be real. He shouldn't have shut down the economy. He shouldn't have shut down the economy. Now, having said that, I would love to see Trump go another four years because I believe the best arguments are he's been there, done that. He has experience. I don't think he'll fall for the same crap uh, anymore. I want to see a little repentance when it comes to COVID. I'm sorry. He ain't God. I worship God. I want to see a little repentance for that. I think that's very important. I want to be sure we don't get into that type of debacle ever, ever again. But the the arguments for Trump is. I've been there, done that, or he's been there, done that. I don't think it's, I'm fine with people saying, I don't think it's DeSantis' time, but I'm not going to fillet the guy because I'm sorry, Biden has done more damage in two years than the good that Trump did in three years. If you don't believe me, go check out the swing states now. How difficult, how much more difficult they've, uh, uh, they are going to be to win now because Right after Donald Trump and in 2022, what happened? Elections that we should have won, we lost. What did Gretchen Whitmer do? What did Wisconsin do? I forget the other, uh, the other state. Right away, they started changing the election laws to make it virtually impossible for Republicans to win. So please, please don't fool yourself and think it's a fait accompli that if Donald Trump gets the nomination, we win. We're talking about a ballot battle. I don't give a damn if it's Trump or DeSantis. So the onus is not on Trump. The onus isn't on DeSantis. If you're a DeSantis supporter, the onus is on you. It is on you. It is on us. So I just want to get that straight. I do want to go back to AC. He's been waiting patiently in Cleveland. Oh, actually, before I do that, just real quick, because there was a caller that called in from Minnesota. I'm sorry, AC. I promise I'll go right back to you. He called in. Uh, and he waited patiently, uh, but unfortunately, I, you know, I was just talking. Uh, so he asked the difference between Marxism and fascism. And I, I'll be frank, I'm a little curious when people call in and ask questions like that. As, as Sean said, that's something you could Google. But he may have been a very nice guy and very sincere, and I'm assuming that that is the case. Uh, listen, I love you, uh, uh, but Marxism is easy. It's it's basically socialism. It's centralized control of the government. It's what we see. So so the government comes in. They nationalize these banks. They set all the rules for the banks. No longer the private sector. Exactly what they've done uh, in Cuba. They nationalize everything. They determine how much. Food is needed for the island and so on, et cetera. And if they get it wrong, oops, oops, <laughs> counting era, these people will just have to die. That's how they roll. Fascism is different. And sometimes, so this is why fascism is 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 a little uh, different. And, and you have to understand this. There's a definition for it, and it's an authoritarian, 
authoritarian, nationalistic, right-wing system. Ah, see, Carl, right-wing, it's you conservatives that are the fascists. No, that's what they teach you in the dumb-behind colleges. Uh, But when it talks about right-wing, whenever you look up the word fascism, they're actually talking about the European system where the fascists sit on the far right and the anarchists uh, sit, oh, I'm getting my the anar- the fascists sit on the far right. The anarchists sit on the far left. That's their system in Europe. That's what they're talking about. But fascism is basically you're marrying corporate America. You're marrying businesses. Right. So they continue to run the businesses, but they do your bidding, you know, like what what we're seeing right now with the Democrat Party in corporate America. That's fascism. All right. Let's go back to AC, AC in Cleveland. AC, welcome to yes. the Officer Tatum Show. You got the mic. Thank, thanks for taking my call, Carl. Yes, sir. I'm going to give you a quick parallel from Scripture with what's going on here with Trump and DeSantis. Okay. In Mark chapter 9, the apostles were casting out devils in the name of Jesus. They saw someone else casting out devils in the name of Jesus, but they forbid him, criticized him, for doing that, because he wasn't one of the twelve. So they went to Jesus and told Jesus what they did. And here's what Jesus said, Forbid him not. For he that is not against us is on our part or with us. Now, DeSantis is doing good things in Florida. And Trump is not in a position to do anything right now because he's not, he's not in office. But what Trump is doing is he's criticizing DeSantis, calling him an enemy. And I've heard this with my own ears. And he's and the and the left is just elated over this because they see division in the ranks. And DeSantis isn't criticizing Trump. He's being very fair. He hasn't said anything against Trump. And I'm telling you, Trump is destroying his testimony with people. He's going to lose votes. He can't be doing listen, this. AC, listen, I appreciate the call, uh, and 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 it it is a it is a good call, and I I, I do want to I do want to hear people out. Now I know a lot of people are upset about Ron DeSantis. He seemed to make a slight jab at Trump. I got to be honest with you. I listened to it over and over again. I could take that. I, I, I could take that a couple of ways. Regardless, I think it was a, a minor jab. I know people are upset because they were like, Ron DeSantis needs to see the big picture. And I think he does. And I think he's proven that uh, in Florida. Uh, but I understand Trump has been there and done that. So people are going to go for Trump. But I'm just saying if you fillet Ron DeSantis, uh, listen, and someone else may pop up. Uh, but I'm not sitting here pretending like four years is going to be enough. Guys, the damage that has been done to this country is absolutely severe. It is going to take us at least a decade to restore what we had, at least. And that's if we win the White House. That's if we win the Senate. That's if we maintain Congress. That's just the way it is. All right, let me take another call real quick. We've got Ken. Ken is in Chicago. Ken, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. we got about a minute. you got the mic. Uh, thanks a lot, Carl. Oh, well, I just wanted to, I was going to say something else, but I like what you just said. If we take the uh, White House, the Senate, and the Congress, the Democrats are never going to stop. You know what I mean? They're, yep. They are the, I call them demon rats. They're scum of the earth. They're, they'll cheat. They'll destroy. They'll kill. They'll start a war. They, they will start a civil war. They will come out with another virus. They, they will never, ever stop. 
So if you're yep. going to go to war with these people, you have to be prepared to go to war and not be, you know, like, okay, well, let's just go by the rules. They don't play by the rules. They are, these are Satan people. So, you know, even if even if we win, we still have to watch our six. That's all I got to say. Ken, listen, very good point, man. We'll go out with that. We'll be back. Carl Jackson in for the Officer Tatum. All right, welcome back to the Officer Tatum show. Uh, Trump probe law enforcement don't expect arraignment until next week. Virtual option not considered. Law enforcement officials met behind closed doors Monday to discuss the logistics of arraigning uh, 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 Trump following his possible indictment over hush money payments. A law enforcement source told Fox News Monday that the Manhattan DA, uh, DA's office and different branches of law enforcement discussed the logistics of closing down streets and putting lights up with generators, extra barriers and extra police. They want to make an extravaganza out of this stuff. But I guarantee you he will be the nominee for sure. The presidency, I don't think it's guaranteed. I don't care if it's Trump or DeSantis. I just think it's going to be a bigger uphill battle unless everybody is out there getting involved in fighting. It's going to be much harder for Republicans to win the White House. The source said law enforcement does not expect uh, the former president to be arraigned until next week. As the Manhattan grand jury, which has been meeting secretly to hear evidence for weeks, has another witness on Wednesday. I got more news on that. A virtual option was apparently ruled out as the D.A. is opposed to it. However, another source familiar with the discussions regarding the handling of a possible Trump indictment said that a virtual arraignment for the former president was never seriously considered. The source told Fox News that the law enforcement is uh, concerned about safety. If the former president does come to Manhattan, there will be a major police presence and the area will get shut down again trump has called on his supporters to protest ahead of a possible indictment the grand jury has been probing trump's involvement in the one hundred and thirty thousand dollar payment this alleged fair literally happened about 17 years ago um this is a hoax of a crime in in my opinion i'll get into that in just a uh in just a minute here I do want to finish up with this story. Nora, Roy, Vincent, I see you out there. Uh, don't go anywhere. I want to take your I want to take your calls here. And again, my argument is we've got big issues uh, and we're turning the firing squads against each other. And I'm just telling you, in the end, it's going to take a lot more. I know people don't want to believe this. I know Trump did an amazing job in his first pres- in, in, in his first term. Let's put it that way. He did an amazing job. I'm just telling you, I'm being real. The damage that the left has done to the country in the last two years, they've done more damage than Trump did good. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, that's just a fact. That is just a fact. It's going to take more uh, than uh, one... um, it's going to take more than than Trump to get the, 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 the country straight. He's going to have to come in as a wrecking ball if he does win. And then you got a midterm election. You think the left is just going to sit down? It, it, this is fascinating to me. We're going to all it's going to have to be all hands on deck to win the White House, to, to, to try and win the Senate, to win the Congress. We should have had a landslide victory in 2022. We didn't even come close. We didn't even come close. It's unheard of. It's unbelievable. All right. So now 
Is it possible the left wants to martyr Trump and cancel DeSantis to ensure a Biden-Trump rematch? Carl, what are you saying? So Alvin Bragg, Georgia's prosecutor, and Biden's DOJ are the picadors, as Miranda Devine writes, in a bullfight to soften up the bull with a thousand cuts before the old, decrepit matador comes in to finish off the job and steal all of the credit. Now, isn't it convenient? Isn't it amazing that this Stormy Daniels topic pops up again? It's a non-story. It really is a non-story. Or at least it was. But who is it benefiting? Who is it benefiting? It's benefiting the left. It's benefiting Biden. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Now, Trump haters obviously are salivating to see Trump charged. We just went through the arraignment stuff. Charged. They want him fingerprinted. They want the whole shebang bang, right? They want to see him in a holding cell. They maybe even want to see him perp walked. I don't get, I, I, I don't believe they'll do that. I don't believe they'll do that. I don't, I, I, I don't believe that'll happen. This, this, uh, this Soros-backed group, um, there's a Soros-backed group that helped elect the Manhattan DA that's uh, planning this Trump arrest. Although, with all of this backlash, I'm not sure it's going to happen. Even Van Jones coming out now and saying, this is stupid. This is stupid. I almost hope they do it. I almost hope they do it. But I, I do want to tell you what they have in store. Who is this Alvin Bragg? Let me just remind you. A George Soros-funded group helped elect Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Had to forget, man. This is from Breitbart. Bragg was elected in November 2021 with indirect backing from left-wing billionaire George Soros, his white master, who gave him $1 million, or one of his white masters, who gave him $1 million to, uh, to the Color of Change pack, which spent, to, uh, which spent you know, a, a million bucks to elect Bragg. So George Soros spends $1 million bucks to elect a DA. The Color Change Pack is a left-wing group that describes itself as the, quote, nation's largest online racial justice organization. And they are the nation's largest online racial justice organization, thanks to, thanks to the white billionaire known as George Soros. It's amazing. It's amazing. Who or what blacks are the real sellouts? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. That's who this woke behind DA is. Alvin Bragg, he's a puppet for white, the white billionaire George Soros and for the dude in the White House, the decrepit dude in the White House. That's who he's a puppet for. Now, ask yourself this question. This is a smart audience. You're listening to the Salem Radio Network. You're a smart audience. So ask yourself this question. Huh. I don't think this will be difficult, but I'm going to quiz you anyway. All right. Number to call in 844-900-7243. The lines are lighting up. I will get to as many of you as possible. Don't go anywhere. Ask yourself what major political story just happened to disappear out of the headlines once the Stormy Daniels non-story popped back into the headlines. Let's see. What was happening? What did we discover just a day before this headline popped back into the headlines? Oh, yeah. The freaking Biden family is corrupt as hell. And James Comer is finally giving uh, getting the evidence to prove just that. Huh? Huh? The Biden family splits a million, just over a million bucks between four Bidens. One still unnamed that's 
out of the headlines now. Isn't it so fascinating how that happens? Even the New York Times covered it. That's when you know it's a damaging story for the left. The New York Times is forced to do their job. Even they covered it. It was such a huge freaking story that's all of a sudden going grown out of or gone out of the headlines. So now here's what Democrats are increasingly getting nervous about. Um, they're getting increasingly nervous over Biden's corruption. But unfortunately, um, Unfortunately for Trump, unfortunately for Trump, he's the break glass in case of an emergency person. All right. So, so, and I understand this is why Trump supporters get so pissed off, but you have to recognize what's happening. Biden is in the headlines. Biden is corrupt. What do we do? What do we do? Oh, we used to sell out in New York. Let's get Alvin Bragg. Alvin, do something, man. Do something. And so he does something. And then what do Republicans do? Oh, let's kill each other. Let's kill each other. And then Biden just walks. Amazing. We'll be back. All right, guys, let me talk to you about food for the poor. Callers, I'll get right to you. We got to make sure we feed some bellies here. Deteriorating economic conditions combined with food shortages and supply chain delays have led to skyrocketing food prices throughout Central America. In countries like Guatemala and Honduras, parents earning the equivalent of just a few dollars a day simply cannot afford enough food. So millions are suffering severe malnourishment, with a large percentage of them being small children. That's why Officer Tatum Show is appealing to you in these final few days of our campaign on behalf of our friends at Food for the Poor. Just listen to conditions on the ground in Honduras and try to picture your own children in this heartbreaking condition. People have stopped eating. They can only eat one meal a day. It's not healthy. Cases of child malnutrition in the country have increased along with hunger. Hunger here first affects marginalized populations and more and more mothers like Jaycee. She's struggling to feed her four children. But you can make a small donation today that will literally save save lives in these remote villages. Just 72 bucks provides two meals each day or one hundred and forty four dollars gives the same blessing to four kids for the entire year. Now, here's how to help. You can go to the officertatum.com. You can click on the Give Food, Give Hope banner at the top of the page. You can make a donation there to help speed emergency relief to the poorest of the poor. Or you can text the keyword Tatum to 91999 and you'll immediately get a link to his specific donation page so that you can make your gift there. Or if you prefer, there's another option, a third option. You can uh, you can phone in your tax-deductible gift. All you have to do is call this special number, toll-free number, 855-918-4673. Again, 855-918-4673. Please open up your hearts. Please open up your wallet to help the dangerously malnourished children and families who want to stay in their home countries if they can get enough food to survive there. Your gift in any amount will speed critically needed food and safe water to children who need it most. Please help today by going to theofficertatum.com. Again, click on the Give Food, Give Hope banner at the top of the page, or you can text the keyword Tatum to 91999, and you'll immediately get a link to his specific donation page so that you can make your gift there. And again, we thank you so much 
for your generosity at the Salem Media Group and on behalf of Food for the Poor. Just real quickly, too, I want to talk to you about Against All Odds. Don't miss Against All Odds, Israel Survives, streaming free on Salem Now. Witness the miracles of Israel's formation and protection in this powerful docudrama. Okay, now, having said that, I want to go to the lines. Ah, Nora dropped off. I was just about to go to Nora. Nora, I'm so sorry if you call in. We'll move you back to the front of the line. Roy in Colorado. Roy, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You got the mic. Thanks, Carl. Uh, that whole uh, conflict between Trump and DeSantis, it could possibly be. I'm just tripping here. But, well, DeSantis went to the World Economic Forum and got a certificate, or he was invited over there, and he went to one of their meetings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like young global leaders or whatever they, they they give them a certificate for showing up and going through a class right. or eating with them. Right. Uh, well, you know, uh, South Dakota's governor went over there too. Um, right. But let, let me, let, let me ask you this, Roy, what, what came out of it? What has uh, Ron DeSantis done for Florida, except literally fight every woke world economic form ESG type thing in Florida. Uh, Trump was there. On January 21st of 2020, I, I, I don't seriously, Roy, listen, I, I do appreciate the call, but this is what this is what I'm saying. We are trying to find freaking anything to destroy each other. Look at what the people are doing. Trump, I believe I want him to be the next president. All right. I, I, so I, 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 I love him in that sense. But I'm not going to fillet Ron DeSantis because I understand that we need more than four years. Look at what the people are doing. So Trump went to World Economic Forum. Now, he gave a great speech there, rubbing his success in their face, by the way. But DeSantis, in essence, did the same thing by coming back to Florida and rubbing his policies in the woke people's face, in the, the, the face of these banks, all these people that want ESG. Ron DeSantis is doing it. So don't sit here and tell me that he's a rhino. Don't sit here and tell me that he's a moderate. It's a damn lie. It's just a damn lie. And we're sitting here destroying each other instead of destroying the left. It makes no sense to me. I got some headlines of the damage the left has done with COVID. We haven't even gotten to it. I've been trying to get to it for two days. I'll get to some of them. We'll be back. All right, callers, do not go anywhere. I will get to you the number to call in, 844-900-7243. Check out my podcast, Por Favor, anywhere where you go to get your podcast. You can find me at The Carl Jackson Show. Uh, Also, check me out on social media, The Carl Jackson Show on social media. If you love me, if you hate me, I don't care. I want to have a conversation with you. Actually, I do care. I take that back. I'd rather be loved than hated. Uh, But I'm going to bring you the truth. I'm going to fight for you. Understand this. I'm going to fight for America. I'm going to fight for you. Um, I want I, I want the most freedom possible. Callers, don't go anywhere. I'll get to you first. Let me talk to you about my pillow. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with my pillow has launched my pillow 2.0. When Mike invented the first my pillow, uh, no one could have ever imagined that it would get any better. It was there for nearly 20 years. Then he discovered this new technology that makes it even better. The my pillow 2.0 has the patent adjust uh, patented adjusted feel of the original my pillow 
But now it has a brand new fabric that is made with the temperature regulating thread. Uh, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, the smoothest, the coolest pillow you'll ever own. I can attest to that. For Brandon's listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is a buy one, get one free offer right now if you use the promo code Brandon. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com. Click on that radio listener square at the top of the page to get your buy one, get one free offer. Again, enter the promo code Brandon or give them a call at 800-976-8379 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. And don't go anywhere, callers. I want to get to you, Vincent uh, and Jeff. I will get there. I do need to wrap this up because I just... I I just need to wrap this up. So Democrats are growing increasingly nervous over Biden's corruption. We get that. So enters the Soros-funded DA, the puppet for George Soros and for Joe Biden, and that is Alvin uh, Bragg, who's been wanting to indict Trump, by the way, uh, for several years now, at least since uh, 2019. The case is a complete and absolute joke. All right. The allegation is that Trump falsified business records, right, by concealing a one hundred thousand or one hundred thirty thousand dollar payment to Stormy Daniels uh, that was made by uh, by uh, uh, Michael Cohen, his former attorney in 2006. But we know Cohen is incredible. Uh, There's news of that. Obviously, he was convicted of perjury. Uh, He testified before Bragg. Uh, several times, but uh, last Monday he did, and then again on Wednesday. But before that, he had went in front of Bragg 19 times. So why now? And then enters this guy, Bob Costello, former legal advisor to Cohen, before they had a fallen out, who is also active for Trump's uh, sometime lawyer, or the mayor of, uh, of America, Rudy Giuliani, and is a former supervisor with the Southern District of New York. So Costello, this guy, Bob Costello, will cite evidence containing in a 2020 book, The Fixers, quote, or The Fixers, The Bottom Feeders, Cricket Lawyers, Gossip Mongers, and Porn Stars, who created the 45th president, close quote, uh, that Cohen keeps changing his story about the Stormy Daniels payment. All right, so Costello knows because he was on the record as a source for that book. And Cohen granted him a waiver of their attorney-client privilege to reveal what he had told him about his troubles when the feds first came knocking on his door. And he says the guy is saying stuff that he never said then. So the Manhattan New York prosecutor's office knew nothing about this book. What does that say about their investigation? It's not an investigation. It's not an investigation. The goal is to cancel both Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I want you to understand what the left is, again, trying to do. There's a Florida pollster, a guy by the name of Albert Markle. And, guys, I'll be honest, I take polls with a grain of salt, but this is pertinent information. Uh, uh, Albert Markle of Mavarinas Management Group says that that is exactly what Democratic operatives want. Uh, basically, they want Trump supporters. Um, they want Trump supporters all worked up over over Trump because they want the nominee to be Donald Trump. Now, I think this will backfire on the left, but this is the modus operandi that they are working under. And and again, this management group says that that's what Democrats want because they know that DeSantis's support among independents and centrist uh, uh, Democrats will obliterate. 
any Joe Biden repeat of 2020. I'm not advocating for DeSantis, so please don't call in about that. I'm just telling you what the left thinks. They're actually more scared of DeSantis than they are of Trump, at least when it comes to state polls. So everyone's talking about the national polls because Donald Trump is blowing the competition, uh, blowing the competition away. Actually, there's another story Forgotten Man has given me that I lost. Uh, basically, here it is. Hat tip. Uh, Forgotten Man, this from Just the News. Uh, Trump surges in polling ahead of possible arrest. So former President Donald Trump is surging in popularity ahead of his possible arrest in connection with this story with the Manhattan DA, Alvin Braggs. All right. Trump announced Saturday that he expects to be arrested on Tuesday. We all know that. Amid that speculation, the public appears to have softened its stance towards Trump, with 52 percent of likely voters holding a favorable view of him in a recent Rasmussen survey, while 44 percent disapprove of him. Joe Biden, meanwhile, is almost the reverse, with 46 percent approving of him compared to 53 percent who do not. According to a separate Rasmussen survey, he fared worse in the in a Leaguer 360 survey, earning only 44 percent support and 54 percent disapproval among U.S. adults. Trump currently appears well positioned to uh, to secure the Republican Party nomination in 2024. He took 79 percent among Republican voters in a recent Emerson survey comparing declared candidates for the GOP nomination. Very important word, declared candidates for the nomination. Again, this isn't an argument for Trump. This is telling you what the left is actually trying to do. So everyone says, oh, look at the national polls. Let's look at the national polls. Guys, let me let you in on a secret. The primaries are about delegates. And the reason why I think DeSantis is flirting with the idea of running, because you need 1,234 delegates. Now, internal polling and state polls show that he could likely get up to 900. So I think that's why Trump is going just beating the crap out of him. And at least for the short term, it appears to be working. I'll be back with your calls. This is Carl Jackson in for the Officer Taylor. All right, guys, welcome back to the Officer Tatum Show. I'm your guest host, Carl Jackson, filling in callers. Don't go anywhere. I will get to you quickly, Vincent and Jeff. Let me just mention that I'm such a bad, such a bad host. All right, just some quick headlines that I didn't get to that I will get to. Had to forget, man, six smoking guns. Why doctor turned U.S. senator believes COVID-19 came from the Wuhan lab. We'll get to that tomorrow. I told you I would get to this stuff because I do want to make you a little frustrated uh, because the left is out to destroy us. Washington Examiner, Twitter files. I've not gotten to that. And what they revealed, new details on the Stanford group, this push for censorship on COVID. This from Breitbart, Redfield, gain of function. Research will cause next pandemic, which will be much worse than COVID. And, of course, I want to review the 10 minutes about COVID. I think this stuff is very important. I will make sure that I finally get into this. Let's go to Vincent real quick. Vincent, you've got to be quick. Uh, but Vincent is calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Vincent, welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. You got the mic. Hey, Carl, how you doing? Okay, real quick, uh, 110%, 110% behind Trump. These are very serious times. And uh, yep. DeSantis seems nice, but going through the fire of having every girlfriend you ever dated, uh, subpoenaed, and family, coworkers, that's a whole different level. But uh, Trump, Kerry yep. Lake is right. Okay. Uh, the, these elections have to be fixed. Okay. I, I totally agree with you there, by the way. And, Vincent, I, I got to tell you, I, I think that's the argument. 
I, I think that's the argument. I don't think you have to destroy your team. Listen, I, I, I like DeSantis. I think DeSantis is a good guy. I think DeSantis is a great governor. But I'm going with the guy that I know. I'm 100% behind Trump. I'm going to support Trump. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Jeff in Sacramento, California. Jeff, you got the mic. Welcome to the Officer Tatum Show. Got to make Thank it quick. You, Listen, in uh, Manhattan, they are setting up barricades just in case Trump is indicted. So I just want to know, are these being set up for Trump protesters so they have an area to destroy uh, like Mayor Great Stephanie question. Blake did for the rioters in Baltimore over Freddie Gray? I'm just, you know, or is this a setup for Antifa? And uh, can I make a quick comment on the racial divide, if you will? Yeah, go um, quick, Jeff. Saturday, Saturday Night Live has um, a couple guys, Colin Jost and, and Michael Chu, and they banter back and forth with racial jokes, yes. and they're funny. So right. if the woke crowd or the progressives are really serious about racial issues, shouldn't they be shutting down Saturday Night Live? Fair well, point. Because they're not. They're, because they're not, this goes to show you that the left is just using racial as a prop, as a, racism as a prop. And that's just yeah. basically the bottom line. Raise a ra- Jeff, good stuff. Good stuff, man. Officer Tatum has some great listeners, great points. Guys, let me tell you something. If you protest, do not go to a red zone. Do I mean, do not go to a blue zone because they will treat you like J6 protesters. All right. So please do it. Uh, please don't do that. If you protest for Trump, absolutely express your First Amendment rights. Do not get set up. It's exactly what the left wants. If they want to make a spectacle of Trump, it'll backfire. Their goal is to cancel out Trump uh, or, 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 or indict Trump. And then also get to DeSantis. Both of them are a threat to the left. Let's not destroy them both. Guys, we need them both in the future. All right. Carl Jackson in for the officer Tatum. Don't grow where you're doing good. God bless you. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. I just want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You can always get the podcast at Salem Podcast Network or wherever you listen to your podcast.